code violation, verbal abuse. you guys only been a few weeks doing pretty good this time um hope everybody is you know having a nice grass court season thus far um today of course you know it we're uh getting ready to record for wimbledon since wimbledon starts on sunday um and since we are doing a major show we always try to have a guest and with us today y'all haven't heard from him in a while but this is my twin. He back for another one. Okay, so uh, everybody, welcome back, Leon, to the show. Leon, how you feeling today? <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> I'm back. I'm excited to be here. I'm ready to talk about Wimbledon. I'm ready to talk about Serena. I'm ready to get into the things of the things. Well, all right then. Um, Donnell, how you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm kind of hot right now, and I got a lot of work to do this weekend, but, you know, it's cool. Ready for the tennis. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, let's get into it, Donna. I know you said you had some news. Yeah, just a, just a few things, a few sort of, I guess, I'll look at one as major, the other two kind of minor. Um, a couple of retirements happened so far, like since the French Open. Sanja has played his last match. Yeah. Yeah. We are very sad to see him go. Yes. Uh, Monica Puig also is done hanging it up. I think she said oh she's going to go. Oh, my God. Did I miss that? Did you? Wow. I, I yeah, might she, have missed that. She, she's done. Wow. She's going to her. She, you know, she tried to come back after all her injuries and stuff, but it just mm -hmm. become, became too much for her. So I think she said she's going to go into broadcasting, though. So, she'll, you know, we'll see her around tournaments and stuff still. Um, Olympic gold medalist. And then yes, child, because woo, we needed her. She came through at a time we needed her. So thank <laughs> you, girl. We will ever forever be grateful. Yeah, things got hard for her after that, though. Um, so you know, best of luck to her and everything else she's gonna do. And I just saw uh, Philip Coltriver has played his last match, losing in I think he lost losing in qualies at Wimbledon. He's done. Wow. So good luck to all three of them. Ooh, it seems surreal seeing like these players that, you know, we grew up watching, seeing them, you know, retire their careers. It's crazy. Ooh, I hate talking about retirements. <laughs> I know it makes me sad. <laughs> it really <laughs> does. It really yeah. does. I, I don't like my to think about it. My fans haven't hung it up yet, but the day is coming. Yeah, it's soon, sooner, sooner than before. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, you know, 10 years ago, we all met, we all thought it was going to be soon then, and here we are. <laughs> Still. For real. For real. Oh, God. Still. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank God it was not soon then. Thank oh, God. God. What a what a decade. 
What a day. All right, Donna, do you have anything else? I know we wanted to talk about um, the coaching stuff. Yeah, I, I have a random question though that doesn't really have much to do with anything. Okay. But where, what, whatever happened to Kyle Edmonds? As I was looking at the draw, he ran through my mind and I, I feel like I haven't seen him in five years. Right, so I feel like the last time I saw him was definitely pre-pandemic, like 2019. For sure, because I remember him beating Andy that year. I think at one of the lead ups, like in in Queens Club or something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it definitely has been a while. I think I feel like I saw him maybe. No, I'm lying because I feel like maybe he played that um, the LT whatever that like the Murray brothers were doing with a lot of the players over there during COVID, like when we were. When we were inside, inside, you know, and they were still trying to play. I feel like I saw him maybe a couple of times then, but even still, that's been two years ago. I don't know. He's got to be injured. I don't know what happened. He was like up and coming. Then he gets like ten or eleven in the world or something. So I don't know. I don't. I can't speak to it. Weird. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. I don't. I didn't actually think about him until you just said his name, but um. He has not been around. Yeah. That is that mm-hmm. is interesting. Mm-hmm. my mind. Good question. We should find out. We'll find out for the next one. All right. Um, I have, and I'm gonna fuck this name up. Um, Nutella Zalamidzi. Okay, out of girl. I don't know. Um, you know who you are, sis. Uh, she's a 29-year-old doubles player. She's ranked, like, roughly number 44 or so in the world. Um, she is from Russia. Um, but she managed to circumvent the Wimbledon ban this year by changing her <laughs> nationality last minute from Russian <laughs> to Georgian. Um, it is not known exactly when she submitted this request, but the ITF states that she met all requirements in time for the entry cutoff. So she is in the draw, in the doubles draw. She said she's gonna get her prize money. Period. Right. She said, "I'm not finna get me. I'm. I. I gotta. It might not be no ranking points, but I need this money." It's <laughs> all about the check. So I don't blame her. Poll. Then yeah. hey. Yeah. But that was interesting though when I saw. Like, I really was curious as to, like, when did you do this? Like, what were the like they they said she met the criteria. What was the criteria? Like I'm curious, right. to see, like how she <laughs> able to even right. do this. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I really don't. Definitely funny. I want to. Yeah, What Leon just said about the no ranking points thing. That's something that I keep forgetting about. That's yeah, no ranking points for Wimbledon. Mm, yeah. Everybody, so everybody's losing points, which means the rankings are about to look so weird. Yes. Like, we got players who are already unseated here for defending, like, second-week points. So, like, like Kerber yeah. made the semis here last year. Right. Woo! Right. But she's seated, though. Is she? Yes. Yes, yes she's seated. Like, 18th or something like that? Three twenty-four, somewhere around there. That ain't good enough. Nope, and then she's dropping points, though. 
Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting summer for sure. Yep. Naomi said I did it, and I'm not playing. <laughs> she got a boot on her foot now. Oh, does she? Yep. Oh. She had to get like some kind of injections or something in her ankle. Ah, dang. It's going to be interesting in the next couple of years if she does eventually get to playing back on grass because she hasn't played on grass in a few years now already. So it'll be interesting to see what she actually is able to do when she's healthy and on the surface. It will be. I'm, I, I'm waiting to see it. All right. So um, here's this other one. The ATP announced earlier this week that they will be implementing off-court coaching on a trial basis for the second half of the season, including the U.S. <laughs> Open and the ATP Finals. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, I need to pull up the rules real quick. I was actually right. surprised that they were going to... So, yeah, I, because why? Why are you surprised? Um... I just feel like tennis overall, like they're so against like the on-court coaching or off-court, whatever you want to call it. Like the, the whole thing around tennis has been like the tennis player being like mentally autonomous on the court. It's like mm-hmm. problem solving and figuring out like how am I going to win this match and applying what they learn in practice during the matches without the assistance of the coach. So to me, right. I... This was unexpected for me. I really thought that they were going to, like, push this off. I really thought it would probably be, like, the women doing this more so first, like, completely than the men doing it. And, like, U.S. Open, they jumped in and said, yeah, we're going to do it at the U.S. Open, too. But I was just overall, I I was surprised about the whole thing. Have we seen anyone, I mean, like, a professional tennis player or anything who is actually in favor of this? Probably Donnell, son. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely in favor of this. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I know he mm-hmm. is. He's, but I don't think... so happy even, right now. But even, even still, like, I don't think any of the players... I don't really see the players coming out against it. Like, I don't see them looking at this as a bad thing. Like, if, if everybody can get coached, then without getting a warning, then fine whatever i see the main argument i see from a lot of people like on twitter and everything is like some players can't afford a full-time coach or whatever so they don't have anybody like helping them and that is just not a valid excuse to me because i mean whose fault is it that you can't afford a coach i'm sorry to say like you better start winning some matches so you can start paying a team sure but here's the thing even when that person starts winning some matches, there's going to be somebody else who is going to lose some points and they're going to be below. There's always going to be somebody at the bottom. So then that becomes a discussion of money and equity and prize money and things like that because those people that are at those rankings at the bottom should still be able to make a living wage and they are not. So it's not necessarily, oh, well, you know, you suck, play better because this is these people's livelihood. So there's always somebody who's going to be at the bottom. Nobody, everybody can't be at the top at the same time. There's always going to be a loser. There's always going to be a lot of losers because at the end of the week, there's only one winner in tennis. Mm-hmm. Mm. You're right. You, know, I read, you can't, I you can't knock it down to just that. 
I read something somewhere a while ago that said like you have to be like ranked like top one hundred and fifty to really be making like a profit. Yeah, like on the tour, and yeah. I mean that in of itself is a problem. They should definitely look at that and start working on that. But I don't think I still don't see that as like a reason to say nobody should to be not do it. Coached. Okay, yeah. all right. I mean, it's sports at the end of the day. You know, every every sport has coaches and. Everybody talks to their coach. And like Pam Shriver was saying in her space the other night, like even if you don't have a like coach that you can pay like full time or whatever, you can find a family member, a friend or somebody to sit in your box to have them sit in as a coach. That person can give you, you know, some kind of assistance or whatever while you're out there. Like she said, if somebody if somebody on the at a tournament like came up and asked her to sit in their box to to be their coach for like a match or whatever, she said she'd do it in a heartbeat. So she, there's there's options and ways for people to to to, to get what they need. I don't know, man, because it's still not. I mean, we can you know say like this is in comparison to other popular sports like football or basketball, where you know the players are able to consult with their coaches regularly during matches or games, right? But then you have other sports like let's say figure skating, like they can't stop in the middle of their routine and go talk to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, That's so different. it's not all sports. Why? So because they're, they're, like you said, it's a routine. Like they have, they have to practice something and they have to execute that specific thing that they practice. It's not a start, stop and mm-hmm. go, play a point type of thing. Like they don't get to do one leap here and see their opponent do this leap. Now they have to outdo it. It's not like that. Yeah, it's less variables. It's just like they're executing a routine. So I get that point. Honestly, I get both sides of the argument, to be honest. I get the side of, you know, there's always going to be people at the top and people at the bottom. So yeah, it is to be somewhat of a disadvantage, obviously, to the people who are going to be at the bottom. But then also, on the same token, you know, you can't, like, not, you know, set a certain precedent just because that, you know, there are people that may not have coaches. And so we're not going to do this because of those people. I mean, ultimately, tennis, I mean, a lot of it is about the people at the top. Like, all the money goes to the top. Like, all of the, you know, that were going to go to all the top players because they're the ones that bring, you know, the attention, bring the revenue to tennis. So, from a money standpoint, I get it. And then, obviously, from, like, an equity standpoint with other players, I get it. I just think... I want to see, from my standpoint, how is this going to look? Like, when they start actually doing it, like, I want to see if it's going to, like, make a difference in these matches. Like, are we going to see, like, a change of tactics from these players, like, after these coaches, you know, timeouts or however they're going to do it? That's exactly I want to what see, I was about to get into. Like, yeah, I want to I see, like, how that's going to Like, how are we going to see it? Yeah, and I don't, like, you ask, like, are we going to see, like, a, is it going to change the match? I don't see coaching really changing outcomes of matches like that like even to this day when you see somebody get when you see somebody get coached it doesn't really switch up a lot of things like when the wta when they had the on-court coaching visits it was just it was a pep talk really they didn't say anything might talk about oh you know maybe start hitting to her backhand or doing this or whatever but you had now wait a minute you did have some coaches who were really good at that but not every coach was good at that and not every player was receptive to it so then you had to some really ugly situations and like that too. But I will say there were some coaches that were decent at it. But you get but you get to the point where 
Like, I don't see the little things that coach is saying completely changing the momentum of a match or the, the outcome. Like, it, because at the end of the day, the player still has to, this player still has to figure it out, still has to execute what you're talking about. Like, if a player is out there flat as hell, getting their ass whooped, saying hit to her backhand is not going to change anything unless you up your level. So that part of the game still stays the same. Right. And I always think about um, when I first heard about this, I thought about when Serena played Maria in the Miami final. And obviously, you know, Serena's forehand was horrible. And so Sherpa kept hitting there, kept hitting, kept hitting it. And then um, Hawkstead came out and Maria was like, her forehand is clicking, it's getting better. And he was saying, well, keep doing what you're doing, whatever. And then she kept doing it. And then obviously Serena's forehand got better and she lost the match. So I do feel like it does depend more so on like the match dynamics as opposed to like a coach coming in and saying, okay, do this. And then the whole tenor of the match going the opposite way. I, I do agree with Don about that. All right, let me, um, cause I did not actually read these rules, but let me read the rules. So listeners know exactly what these rules are going to be after, you know, when the summer hardcore season starts or whatever. Okay. Um, coaches must sit in the tournament's designated coach seats. That's kind of like um, what Patrick was doing during the pandemic, right? The UT, whatever that mm-hmm. was. Yep. Um, coaching verbal and nonverbal is allowed only if it does not interrupt play or create any hindrance to the opponent. Okay. Verbal coaching is permitted only when the player is at the same end of the court. Nonverbal coaching, hand signals, is permitted at any time. Verbal coaching may consist of a few words and or short phrases. No conversations are permitted. Coaches may not speak to their player when the player leaves the court for any reason. Penalties and fines will still apply for abuse or misuse of the above coaching conditions. So it, you done? Yes. Okay. It's so weird. It's so weird to me because they they always put in these like these different we like weird provisions when they all when they <laughs> fix rules and stuff like that. And it's like you can have coaching, but like the conversation can't be you know this long or this length. And then then that's just more more gray area and more yeah, like, right. discretion more right. discretion for the umpire to have like. Mm-hmm. I thought the, the point of changing these rules and giving us new rules is to take some of this off of the umpire so stuff can be more mm-hmm. uniform and actually be implemented and controlled the way it should be. If right. you let if you let let the umpire decide whether or not that coaching exchange was too long or not, you're still going to have people complaining about, oh, this person, they're talking about this and they asked the coach this and the coach told them this and, oh, but this person is only saying this and now you get a coaching violation because you're coaching session was too long or whatever like i don't know so like just yeah. let them let let them have coaching or don't like throwing all this extra stuff on top of it is just ridiculous like you said it's gonna make it for more it's gonna be more confusion more gray area like how what's a, what what constitutes a conversation like how many like how much back and forth can we have before it's considered a conversation is it like what, i say something he say something then i say something then that's it or like how are we measuring 
So like like the way I'm looking at it is the player can't say a damn thing to the coach. The coach is the only person allowed to speak. That's how right. I see it. Like if the player asks the coach a question, then it becomes a conversation. And that's just weird to me. That is weird. I yeah, I see I see people getting upset. <laughs> I see <laughs> I see Carlos Ramos giving coaching violations. <laughs> it's going to be a mess. Well, we'll be watching, you know. We will. Absolutely. All right. Um, do we have anything else to say about the news? Do we have anything else to add? No, I'm good to go. No. All right. Let's hop on into the ladies' draw for Wimbledon. Um, withdrawals: Osaka with Hercules, Bouchard, who's basically cited the ranking points, but you know it was more so because she was like coming back from surgery. She has a protective ranking, so she didn't want to use it for something that wasn't going to actually go towards those ranking points. Yeah. Um, Fernandez with her foot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Sabalenka, Kudermetova, Kasakina, Alexandrova, Palinchenkova, who was injured anyway and already out for the rest of the year. We talked about that last show. Potapova, Kalinskaya, Sasnovich, Asenrenka are all banned. So there you go. Um, yeah, lots, lots of players. Um, at the top of the women's draw, you have world number one, Iga Sviatek versus qualifier Yana Fett. Um, in this section, you have eight-seeded Pagula versus Vekic, nine-seeded Muguruza versus Minin, 17-seeded Rybakina versus uh, Zhang Shui, 30th-seeded Shelby Rogers, 13th-seeded Kerchikova, 18th-seeded Tikman, and 27th-seeded Putinseva all here. Putinseva plays Cornet, so that should be good for some mess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, last but not least, unseated Sloan Stevens and Bianca Andreescu are both in this section. Mm. And mm-hmm. she just made a final, right? I think she. Yeah. She yeah, she plays tomorrow. Whatever tournament that is. I think she plays. Who does she play? Kirsten or somebody? I feel like I'm making that up. No, she uh, plays uh, Garcia. Garcia, okay. I knew it was one of them girls that hit the fence. (laughs) (laughs) So what do we think about this section of the draw? (laughs) Is there anybody, Uh, you know? All right, I'll start. So, okay, Frontech, I definitely don't see her having an issue this first round. So she is definitely going to be eclipsing Venus's long-standing oh, Jesus. 35 match winning streak dating. It was a nice 22 years. It was. Sure. It was. Now, if you would have asked me if I thought that Shlantek would have been the one to break it, no. Hell no. No, Hell no, no. no. It's, it's very shocking to me that it would be her to actually <laughs> but, you know, kudos, kudos to her. I will say, I don't really know about her grass court prowess Frontech. I do know that she she won Wimbledon in juniors. I do know that, but I don't know like how it's translated to her like as an adult. Do either of y'all know? She made the round of sixteen here last year. That's what I know. Okay. 
Who did she lose she to? The- Jabor. She lost to Jabor? She got to take loss to Jabor, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't really... I looked I, it up today because I didn't know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, what is she used to? Um, so I may, I am inter- interested to see how she's going to perform. I uh-huh. feel like she might have cracked during the French, but then she didn't. So I'm like, really? I mean, she really shouldn't have any pressure here, to be honest, but I mean, you never know. Um, jumping down to Muguruza. Muguruza can't win a match for her life at this point. I don't know what is going on with her. I don't know if she's just like done with tennis, burnt out, unmotivated. It doesn't seem like she's injured from what I've heard. I haven't heard anything about an injury, but she's losing to any and everybody. Yeah, she's definitely on the don't know what is going on there. It's so weird. Yeah, I I don't know. Like she is like literally losing. Like she might win like a match, and then she's losing. If not her opening match, right, right. Yeah, I think most of, like she her record this year is abysmal, and most of her losses have been like first or second round matches. Yes, and then I know her recent losses. She's been like upset or upset in a break or upset in like five three. So she's been in like winning positions and then like still losing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I just always feel like with her, if it's a Williams in her eyesight, then she's gonna all of a sudden find some form. So I don't I don't want her near Serena. I know they're like in the same half, so she wouldn't be like near her, I guess, in that that close to her, I guess just like a semifinal thing if it got to that. So I will say a match I'm excited to see is Sloan playing Jane, which is the, the Jane that lost to Iga at the French, but, you know, she won the first set, and then she was, like, injured or whatever. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so she's, like, the big server, big hitter, so mm-hmm. I'm very interested to see, like, how that match is going to look. Oh, wow. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I, I really like that. I'm need to go back and look at my fantasy draw. Yeah. <laughs> I just looked at. I Muguruza, did not realize that. Like, I just looked at Muguruza's like past few tournaments, whatever. She's won like three matches since Doha. That is insane. Oh God, that's a long time. That's a long time. Was Doha in what February or March? Like, like February, February, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's just shameful. I don't know what else to say. It's just shameful. She clearly, I just feel like she just does not want to play. I mean, what else could it really be? Like, I know she's inconsistent. Most of them are, but this is just completely falling off from how she ended last year winning the WTA championship. Yeah. That girl won the WTA finals, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. In Guadalajara. She won it. That's right. In and she wow. has not done anything since. <laughs> yeah, something is up. That's that's really that's a big drop off. Yeah, that's a big drop off, even for her. Because you know she's streaking yeah. anyway, but that right. This is completely like huge. So I yeah, I don't know. I don't know who I feel yeah, she's she would play if she won her first match, she would play the winner of Sloan and Jane. So I could see that being an upset definitely right there. Yeah. I think um, I'm yeah, taking her out. Yeah, 
I could see that happening. Or like, or like you said, or the other girl, because she is definitely, mm-hmm. she's, a, she's a strong girl. Um, Andreescu's in that section. Um, Rebakina, I think she, do we know what Rebakina did last year at Wimbledon? I feel like she was decent on grass, I think. Uh, I know she had a good French Open last year. Ran the 16th I mean, we all know she had a good French Open last year. We all remember that. <laughs> <laughs> she had okay. the 16 here last year. Okay, so that's decent. Okay, so I mean, she could do something. Then we have Shelby, man, Pagula and Vekic. I think that'll be a good first round, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Um, Bedosa, I don't really know about about Bedosa's grass court prowess either. I feel like she hits. Oh yeah, she's in the next quarter. Yeah, I feel like she hits flats. I feel like she. Bedosa has not played since she lost third round at the French Open. Oh, and she made it. She made it around the sixteen here last year too. Oh, okay. right. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know, cause you know, I know for a while I was picking with us. I was like, oh, but else is a bad bitch. She might be that girl, but I don't know. Here lately, she's been struggling before. Yeah, I actually like her, but um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on with her, but I do like her. So um, we'll, we'll see how that looks. Kavitova is in first seed. She's versus um, Shariko, so she'd be okay in her first round at least. Yeah, I don't see Yastrzemska. She just got beat, I think, in whatever tournament she's playing Yastrzemska. So I don't, I don't know. She's a little streaky. Kavitova is in that part as well, and she's in the final of Esports. Yeah, she, she plays Ostapenko tomorrow. Right. Yep. She plays Ostapenko. So Kavitova trying to. Get some form going into Wimbledon, but once again, you never know with her, so it's hard to say. Her was res- I looked up her Wimbledon results, um, and they're pretty abysmal for the last six or seven years. I mean, there was there was one fourth round in there, but everything else has been garbage, which is crazy for a two-time champ. Right, like you have, yeah, especially like the way she won it, the way she won it in 2014. Right, you just emphatic. Yeah, and mind you, from 2010 to 2014, she didn't lose before the quarterfinals. Right, right. She went on a, a cute little run. She was gonna be. We thought she was the next grass court champ. And then she went semifinal, semifinal 2010, won it 2011, quarterfinals in 2012 and 2013, won it in 2014, and then hasn't been to the quarter since. Oof. Weird. That is weird. You try to make fear, I, of some. I fear she might be over. Her career is giving Kuznetsova at this point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. World number but two, I, two I, slams. But you know, whatever. That's gonna make it in the Hall of Fame. So, oh, for sure. Yeah, she'll yeah. make it, even though she never got the number one, which is. When you think about it now, it's kind of like okay, but back then you really thought that she would have definitely yeah. number one. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see who else. Pliskova is in this section versus Martin Kova. Um, I feel like pretty much every round is danger for her right now. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Holop is in this section versus Mukova. That should be good. What do you guys think about Halep not getting center court? She didn't get center court. 
She did not. It went to Javante. You know, I hate oh, that she's they good. do that. I hate that they do that. I really feel like opening play on center court should be reserved for a champion. You know, the most recent champion in the draw. But I guess, you know, Eagles world number one, so I mean, I guess, but at the end of the day, like, it's just, I don't know, she ain't win this tournament. Mm, nope. The Halifax I guess, I mean, mm. she, but she wasn't the most well, I mean, she's the most recent champion in the draw, but that was three years ago. Yeah. I can see it either way, honestly. Ega's the hot player, the hot name in tennis right now, obviously. And then Halep is the most recent champion with 2020 not happening. And then obviously Barty is retired. So, I mean, I could have seen it go either way. I mean, I heard some people also saying Vistula because... He made the final last year. Yeah, so no, that right there, no, that's no, 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 no. Yeah, no. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. I really hate when people try to give it to the runner-up. Fuck that. You lost. <laughs> I could have seen it, but I definitely would not have. I would have definitely went with Halep or Trontek. It would have been between those two for me. Yeah. It definitely was between those two. But I feel like it should have been Halep. I do too. I would have been with Halle first because she's funny. Right. And especially because, like, Halle didn't get the chance to defend her title in 2020 because the tournament was canceled. Right. So, you know. And she didn't play last year, right? Nope. nope. So, mm-hmm. let her, let her, you know, mm-hmm. let her open the court. Why not? Wimbledon said, we going against the green for everything. Whatever y'all want, we're going to do the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> she might, she might have had a fighting chance, like, if her ranking was higher, I think. But, yeah, and I feel like whatever, so. I feel like her her first round match is like one of the more interesting ones. So it is because she yeah, really might lose. Right. Well, yeah, she yeah. might lose. So I don't know if they thought like, okay, she might lose. We don't want to do that. Or I hope she do. I hope she does. But even still, that would be a more that would still be more interesting and a better match for center court on opening day than this zero uh, and one that. Is probably about to happen between Shriatek and Jane Fed. No shade yeah. to Jane Fed. She's a qualifier. Maybe she can play. I don't know. Sometimes the qualifiers come in hot, but I don't. I don't have big expectations for that. No, especially like Shriatek in a bit of a comfort zone right now. As far as she's not being pushed too hard mm-hmm. like, at all. Late to grass, but I mean she's not being pushed that hard. So I don't see her like flinching. At the first, the first step here, and then of course Halep is now with Mastermind, so we have <laughs> that added layer as well. That now she is with Patrick. What do you guys think about that? I went to both of your opinions. I don't give a goddamn. <laughs> I don't care. Um, yeah, I mean, like he got basically ten years with Serena, which was way longer than I thought it should have been. I mean. I know, you know, Wait. a lot of us were calling for him to be out in 2013 and 2014. We was already trying to get him out the door. And then, I mean, of course, like, I thought if anything would have got him out the door, it would have been that bullshit in 2018 U.S. Open Final. But Absolutely. he still got four more years after that. So, I mean, okay, move on. It's time. It was a, it was a cute era, a cute mm-hmm. 10 slams, praise God. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how that how this partnership works out with Halle. I feel like 
a lot of people have it in their minds that he's gonna like take Hollis to like new heights and make her a multi, you know, super multi slam champ. Like she's gonna win a bunch of stuff, but that's just not mm-hmm. how it works. Like Patrick, he got that resume because it was Serena when he was working with. Like she was the goat before she like, She was him. already the greatest. Like he was not a magician. Like I don't know why people think that. Like I mean. Without Patrick, I don't know if she would have been as consistent. Like, he got, he brought some new consistency to her game that we didn't really, like, 2013, I mean, good God. But, yeah. like, it wasn't like she wasn't still going to beat these girls' asses anyway. She was just going to find it either way. Like, exactly. she was Period. Because I always say before they even got together, yes, yeah, she had the first round lost, but before... They even got together. Like she was already she was beating them girls up. Yeah, she was already beating them down on the clay, even before um, she got with him. So I mean, it was inevitable. I think more than anything, the loss of the wake up call to her. But I still think yeah. she would have dominated. I think definitely his input helped, like with her consistency, like you said, and it you know helped to get her the French the following year. And I feel like it also helped her to lose Wimbledon that year too. But I'm not gonna get into that. But he started. Oh, I mean, you are absolutely right, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna say something. Oh, um, as far as that first round loss, I still to this day feel like something was going on within the family that day because I mean, if you, I mean, even it was inexplicable. Um, it was Lakeisha. Even Lakeisha was sitting there quietly. The whole match. What the fuck was going on? Something, something was going on behind the scenes. I believe it. Because it was just, it was so weird. Like, I haven't watched the match or anything since then, but I still vividly remember watching it in that moment and just thinking, like, what is she doing? Like, she looked nervous from the out, from the out, from the Like, she looked like, you know, like she wasn't settled. And then she got up the set, and she still didn't look settled. And then right. she got to the tie break, and then she stopped the ball. The ball was in, and then she was crying in the third set. It was just mm-hmm. like, what is mm-hmm. Yep. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens with Halep and Patrick. I don't expect a whole lot from it. And she's starting to win. She's winning matches again now, which is different for her, I guess, that she was, like, struggling a, a lot more. But she did just pull out of her semifinal. And now she has to play Mukova in the first round here. Mukova made the quarterfinals <laughs> twice. Uh, the, I hope that next goal. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And I'm curious to see if Pliskova, like, is she going to even make it, or, you know, to Serena, like, how is that going to look? Because they're slated to play each other in the third round if Serena gets to her first round against Tan and then second round against either Mikhail or Sordi's Termo to potentially get to Pliskova. Pliskova just better hope she can keep a ball in play in her first round. I watched that woman serve four double faults in a row last week. She did. She did. <laughs> And I believe the girl that she could play second round, Bolter, I think she just beat her recently as well. Mm-hmm. In one of these grass court tune-ups, I believe. So. 
We'll see how that goes. I will say, since we're talking about that section that Serena is in, I, you know, Serena gets through her first round, then I feel comfortable. Well, I wouldn't say comfortable, but I feel better knowing that she just played against um, Sorby's Termo in the doubles. So she at least has some of a feel for her game and she's not going in blind like, okay, what is this girl like going to give me? She's already played Mikhail. We know Mikhail <laughs> has tried it in the past, so I'm not taking anything for granted. I cannot stand Sariba's Tormo. Her grunting. Everything about her. Her game, her pants. <laughs> Can't stand it. My God. Who would y'all rather Serena play in the second round? Should she get there? Mikhail. Daniel? I don't care. Okay. I choose Mikhail just because she, Serena already knows what bullshit Mikhail is going to bring to the table. We don't know what bullshit Serena's Termo is going to bring. <laughs> so, uh, she already know Mikhail. She didn't be Mikhail on grass before. M- Mikhail gonna try it. Mikhail always tries it. She came and she's coming in as a qualifier, so she's already got some matches under her belt. And oh. She's gonna be feet. But she knows what to expect from that girl. So I would rather see that. If she beat her in um, Aruba, whatever that tournament was she won in 2020, then she can beat her here. Oh, okay. 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 Right. <laughs> um, Coco Goff is also in this section versus uh, Roos, I would say, and uh, Samova's here versus Wang. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I feel like this section is a little bit, um, a little bit, what's the word I'm looking for? Heftier than yeah. the section above it. Yes. Absolutely. 100%. Because Coco and Anisimova would have to play each other. And they're both, you know, in form as of late. Georgie is there and she just made a semifinal, I think, in Eastbourne. I think Ostapenko just beat her. Mm-hmm. Um, Alapaz grass prowess, as we know. As bad as she's playing, Pliskova did make the final last year. So, I mean, this section is definitely a little quicker than the yeah. top part with Swantek, Kutensava, Tykman, Kritikova. I mean, what's really going on? Sam Krasik over there is cracking me up because, like, she was just the number two seed in Paris. Yeah. You played the, played the number one seed in the round of 16 at Wimbledon. Yes. She's not going to get there. She's not worried about the number one seed. Child, she's not going to get that far. No, she's not. No, she's not. Has she played since Paris? No. I don't think so. I don't think she would have played Paris if she wasn't defending champion. She would have put out there, too. Oh, Oh, she played these one. Lost in the first round. Oh, did she? Who did she lose to? Mm. uh, Kostia. Mm. Mm, interesting. Oh well, I didn't. Yeah. I never. I didn't care for her. So, bye, girl. <laughs> fly, girl. Yeah. Uh, the next quarter of the draw belongs to Ons Jabor. Um, she's apparently playing Bjork. I don't. Bjorkland. 
Yeah. <laughs> Figured it was Bjork. I don't. Um, seven seated Collins is here versus Bushkova. Nineteen seated Keys versus Masaki Doi. Ten seated Radukanu, um, who I saw something about her like cutting off a practice early, or I don't know something. Yeah, she's injured like, right now. Play it. She didn't even show up to practice. Always injured. Um, versus Van Utvank. Upset yeah. alert. Uh, Upset alert. Poor thing. Yeah, I think so. Because Van yeah. Utvank can, can hit the ball. Uh, she's, about to, she's about to lose around at 16 points. Well, well he is. Well, then she's going to lose around the 16 points anyway, huh? Either way, yeah. Either way, you're right. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> man. Either uh, way. Uh, we forgot. It's such a ridiculous thing. Um, okay, especially heading into like what you think of as probably the most prestigious of any event in the entire yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, 15th seeded Angelique Kerber is here versus Ladinovich, and um, 31st seeded Kanepi. Kanepi is not. Can't be the bracket bus this tournament. This is seated. Uh, 28th seated risk also in this section. And that can still bust that bracket around three. Okay. She have. I forgot. Yep. She's she right four, so she could knock her Kinepi, out. And if you want to win a couple rounds, she get there to to the boring round three. I could definitely see Kinepi taking that, that match. Yep, me too. Yep. I don't know. The board has like a knee injury right now, too. Oh, does she? Quote unquote. That's why she pulled out of the uh, the Wait, are we like really? We taking that seriously? You you gotta, you gotta, you gotta at least like report it because you know that's the official reason. That's what's on paper. Uh huh. I don't know what what form Collins is in right now. Do we know what? Has she done anything recently? Mm Mm. I don't think she's in very good form lately. I don't know if she's been struggling with an injury or something. I don't know. She hasn't played in Paris. Yeah, I don't think she's. What did she do in Paris? Second round. Not much. Yeah. Oh. She only and she only had like third oh. round points to defend. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't know how this particular oh. section is gonna go. I mean, I can see you going a few different ways. I'm looking at right now. I'm looking at Madison Keys for the quarterfinal. That's what okay. makes the most sense to me. I think I actually do have her in the quarters in my draw. That's what makes the most sense to me because, like, she did. She played, made the semis in Australia this year. She played well in Paris as well. I'm pretty sure, like, she did like round of sixteen or something there, didn't she? Yeah, yeah right, round of sixteen in Paris. So she's she's doing well in the slam so far this year, and I think with the way this draw looks. Should be no different here because yeah. Collins is injured and not playing well. Raducanu is also injured and not doing very much anything. Garcia's here. She just made this guy for the final, but Garcia has no work shit anywhere in a long time. So I'm I'm yeah. just like I think he's like he should make it through this round. Or you know, Allison risk the fuck around and fly to to the quarterfinals again too. What about Kerber? I think I have Kerber. Going kind of far too, I think. Oh no, yeah, I do. 
Lord Jesus. Yeah, looking at that, looking at that part too for that quarter. I, I could definitely see Kerber making a quarterfinal too. Yeah, that's why I said I just I had like three people. I'm like I could see this going in like three different ways depending on who is doing what on what day. <laughs> Mertens is here. How does Mertens doing grass like? Is she any good? I don't think so. How is that girl still seated? I don't know. I actually don't know. I feel like she did something in Australia, I think. Or was it last year? I feel like she made like a quarterfinal or something somewhere, maybe. But yeah, I don't know. She made the semis in Australia like several years ago. I don't know about recently. Yeah, I don't know. But she has to have something on her ranking to be 24, the 24th seed. She got three straight slam round of 16s on her ranking right now. Oh, okay. That's probably why. That's all it takes. Yeah, that's all it takes these days. So we have this section, the bottom section, Contavite, who ah. is the number two seed, which is mm. so insanely weird to see her as a number two seed, first of all. I feel like she's a waste of a top seed. Like, a waste. A complete waste. waste. I will that say she has had like her results the end of last year, the very beginning of this year. I do know that she got COVID and she is suffering from long COVID, and that has contributed to you know her not having any results lately. I don't know if she is over it at this point. I don't believe she is, but mm-hmm. I just feel like at this point, this this her quarter is like wide open because I don't see her coming through. I'll tell you what, Contabite has not played since Paris, and she has not won a match since Stuttgart. Yep. I'm just, I, I don't expect anything from her here. Nothing. At all. Nothing. And the fact that she no, hasn't won a match since Stuttgart, and she's still number two. <laughs> ain't, ain't, it, ain't it nuts? It is that number two. That number two spot has been a mess for like pretty much the entire year, though. Like you've had like a Chica in that spot. You had Sabalenka in that spot. Like it's just been. I don't know. Yeah, I will say say what you want about Schwantek, but at least she came through and earned the number one spot, as opposed to like it being like a hot potato, like number two. So I say thank goodness for that. That she and playing well both before and after she got it too. Exactly. A lot of the girls don't do that. Yeah, you got it. But yeah, this number two spot is gonna be it's gonna be bouncing around for sure. I will say uh, in this section, I see um if I'm saying her name correctly, Hadad Maya. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. won the two grass court tournaments. She made the mm-hmm. semis of Eastbourne, lost to Kavitova, so she is in very good grass form. Mm-hmm. So she could come through. Yeah, I feel like she will. Yeah, like I feel like Sakari is should, in this section. How do you feel about Sakari? I think she'll be fine. Yeah. Bench is just here. She's been doing okay on the grass. She just retired. 
She just retired in the grass court oh, final okay. against Thor with her ankle. Okay. She's playing um, Wang Chong. Is that the one that you have? Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> and then um, you have Twelsey de Ostapenko, who's also playing well on the grass. She's in the finals this week, too. I could see her with you. Yeah. Yeah. I could see her getting the round of 16. That's the panko. I can see that's the panko as far as the semis, bro. Yeah. I could too. I would have benches in it, but her ankle, she has the injury, so I don't know how she's doing with that. And then, I, like I said, Hadad Maia, I could see her doing a little something because she obviously is comfortable on the grass right now. And, you know, the girls do a lot when they're confident, so you never know. Ooh, this bottom section is ugly. It's so ugly. <laughs> yeah, it's just not... The draw is getting very much top-heavy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, semi-finalists. Leon, you're the guest. You want to go first? Absolutely. And now this was very hard for me. Because it's just, I mean, as it was, I'm sure for all of us. I have, so for the top uh, part, I have Ega. I just feel like who, who at this point is going to step up and like I see a couple people who could do it, but she's confident right now, so it has to be proven to me. Like, who's going to step up and really like take her out? So, as of now, I have her as my semifinal pick. My other semifinal pick for the top half, of course, Serena Williams. I mean, <laughs> I don't care what world in, I don't care what fantasy world y'all think I'm in. I'm not betting against my girl, not one day on this earth. Serena Williams, semifinal. Um, my other semi-finalist, um, so the bottom part of the other half, I have Hadad Maya. I have her. I feel like she's confident right now. She's playing good grass, court tennis. You never know. I have her. And then for the other part, I couldn't pick. So I had three people. I had Jabor slash Kanepi slash Eve. I feel like it could go one of those three ways. I don't know which way it's going to go, so I did a toss-up between those three. Um, mine are Sviantek, of course, and I picked Gone. Because, of course, I hope I'm wrong. I hope Serena comes through and bulldozes everybody, but I'm trying to sit here and be different, I'll be a little bit more rational, not put too much on the queen. <laughs> <laughs> Shade. So I picked, I picked, I picked Coco because I feel like I feel like Coco is improving steadily, and she's been to the round of sixteen the last two times she's played here. So I feel like she's ready to make that next step here at this tournament. And for the bottom half, I have Jabor and Sakari. and I was gonna pick. Um, Hadad Maya, but she's never even made a slam third round before. So I feel like she might fuck around and choke at some point. So, yeah. 
And you don't think Sakri gonna choke? I mean, Sakri. Well <laughs> we know she very well could, but we know Sakri has made slam semis before. You know, she knows what yes, it takes my to, to get there. in the semis. Nope. Yeah, right. right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like Sakri, never been past the third round here, but you know things can change, especially with the way this draw looks. You're right. Okay, my semifinalists. I have Shviatek as well. Um, in my heart, I'm picking Serena. However, comma, uh, my bracket, I'm picking Coco Golf. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, basically for all the reasons that Donnell already said. Like, um, you know, I'm. I do. I do feel like Serena should make like the fourth round. I would be disappointed if she didn't. But and I think that would be a really great result for somebody who has been off for an entire year. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm just gonna keep it realistic. And again, in my heart, I'm picking her to win the entire fucking thing. Okay, let the stars align or whatever the fuck needs to happen, and she can t- go ahead and take this title. But on paper, I'm picking Coco. Bro, I All right, have to take six walkovers. Give my girl yeah. the trophy. I, okay. I <laughs> Um, and then at the bottom, I'm actually picking Kerber, which is really different for me. I don't think I've ever done that before. <laughs> and um, Octopenko, <laughs> actually. Oh, interesting. But we all have a different, for that very bottom part, we all have somebody different. So I'm interested to see. We all have Shriatek, though. That's the feeling. Yeah, we all have that now. Because I mean, I, would, I really like, right you know, I wanted to like bet against her on the grass. Like maybe she'll, you know, lose second or third round or something like that and get shocked. But then it's like, I feel like, you know, especially after I went and looked at the highlights of the loss that she had to Jabor last year, I'm like, she was already playing pretty well on the grass. Anyway, it was a three set match. And mm-hmm. now she got this. 34 match win streak, whatever. So like, oh. I'm not. Uh, and the and her and her uh, section is light. So exactly. <laughs> like, I'm just fine. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like the streak is gonna have to end at some point, but like I, you just don't really see where that end is right now. Cause no, she 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 beating these girls up. Yep. Right. She beating them up now. She barely losing sets. Barely losing games. Okay. I'm, I'm excited. Either one, man. Um, are we ready to move on to the man section? Absolutely. Yeah, let's, let's get to the men. All right. Withdrawals. Uh, Sasha's there with his ankle. Uh, Seb Korda with shin splints. Ooh. Team is out again. He didn't feel like he was playing very well on the clay, which he wasn't because he lost a bunch of matches. So he's going to like reassess and come back on the hard courts, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he won a match in this comeback yet, I don't think. No, yeah, he just lost. Like, just kept losing first round. Um, <laughs> Mon- Monfils uh, is out with his heel. Um, Medvedev, Rublev, Hachinov, Karatsev. And Ilya Vashka are all banned. Mm-hmm. All right. uh, top of the draw, number one, Novak Djokovic versus Kwan. I feel like that's a first round that we've seen several times before. I'm like, am I? I just feel like we've seen that before. Um, 
10-seeded Yannick Center is here versus Vavrinka. So, wow with that. But Vavrinka is, if this were on a different surface, then I would say upset alert, but yeah, it's grass. Um, 15-seeded <laughs> Opelka. You said, you said if, it, if it was a different surface, you'd say upset alert for Center. And, and Center? Yeah, because because on a different surface, Stan can play. But on grass, he's not really that dude. Yeah, he's not as potent on the grass. Yeah. Well, center ain't got no Wimbledon resume. Oh. He called me. I mean, you're right. This is Center's, what, second Wimbledon? And he lost in the first round last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. So I feel, oh, I feel like... Okay. I, I, is that one of your I sons? No, no, definitely you know not. That? Okay, I was like, I was like <laughs> you know that. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just, I, I feel like, I feel like I give Stan, I give Stan a little bit of a shot. Yeah, match. I do too for sure. Yeah. I give him a shot. I'm just not calling the upset. Yeah, I, I can see going either way. I wouldn't be surprised with either result. Yeah, like center played center played one grass court match before Wimbledon this year, and he lost to Tommy Paul. Mm-hmm. Well, his first match in Eastbourne. Oh. So, I mean, look. <laughs> it, would, it, would, it would not shock me if Stan won that match. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me either. Because Stan, did, well, he just beat Francis in that, was that Eastbourne or where was that where he just beat Francis? Uh, Queens Club, I think. Queens Club, yeah. And then oh, Stan also right. lost the Tommy Paul. <laughs> Ah, don't, Tommy said, "Don't sleep." Hold on, where is Tommy at in this draw? Hold up. <laughs> he beating them down. Um, fifteen seated Opelka's here versus Taberner. Uh, Andy Murray's in this section versus Duckworth, and fifth seated Carlos Alcaraz versus Struff. It's just a lot of a lot of question marks next to a lot of people. Like you don't know how a lot of these players will do on this surface. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy to me. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't really know how this is gonna go. Like I said, center Wawrinka, I could see either one of them winning. Murray, I'm not sure where he is exactly right now. Obviously, you know he just made a final. Huh? He just made a final. He did, and isn't he like hurt now or something? Um, I think he. I mean, he did play two weeks in a row, so I think it was probably like just, you know, self-preservation a little bit to like take a week off, like sit your ass oh, down yeah. for a little bit. You're 35 or whatever. You got a metal hip, <laughs> right? The guy um. Who, um I forget what grass court came in with the wild card, then Rose Haven. I don't. I'm not saying that right. The guy who just won the the grass court tournament over Medvedev. He's oh, in yeah. this right, section. Right, right. Is he in the section? Did I miss yep. that? Yeah. Oh, he would play. He would play Opelka in the second round if they both. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, he's up there with Djokovic. Yep. Oh, I totally missed that one. Um, Vasilashvili is seated. He's in there. He would play Rosal. I know Rosal was still playing tennis. 
I didn't know he either. just came back. No, 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 that dude just came back. He's been gone for a while. Well, he did qualify, so he must be doing a little something. Fuck both of them. Can they both lose? Okay. And then Alcaraz. How do we feel about Carlos right uh, now? Question mark. Brown. And he has a big question mark. Is he injured? I heard somebody say yeah. that he. His arm was very, very wrapped up at this little exhibition this week. Yeah, he got, he got that elbow taped up again. And he got, he got, uh, he got beat, like, he got his ass beat by Francis. What yeah, was this? It was like 6-4 or something like that. Oh. Mm. Yeah, it's a question mark. And, I mean, I feel like, I mean, he hits so hard, you would think, okay, he could do it on grass, but I don't know how he can Yeah, we'll see. He, he's definitely a completely different player than he was last year. So right. That's why it's just like, it's basically brand new all over again for him, because he, he made the second round here last year. But I feel like he can't really, he can't really weigh that too much, because he was not a top five player. Right. I also feel like he learns so quickly, like he soaks up so much information from yeah. right. every match, you know? So yep. I feel like it's hard to like he's a quick say, step. oh, he's not going to have a, a good grass season. Like, I, I'm not going to bet against him. Yeah, me neither. Uh, is that it? Can we move on? Yeah, yeah I feel like Novak's going to come through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, third seeded Casper Root. That's crazy. This entire um, quarter is so open. It really is. Versus Azarud <laughs> is here as the third seed versus Ramos Vinolas. Uh, 23rd seeded Francis Tiafo is here versus Vavasari, whoever that is. Um, Peniston, <laughs> who's been playing pretty well on the grass. He's had a, a cute little come up. He's playing Laxonin. 18th seeded Dimitrov is here versus Steve Johnson. And then you have seven-seated Hercats, who uh, just won. Did he win Halle? Uh, yes. Okay, versus Davidovich Fokina, who barely missed uh, the seed. By the way, yes. he's like ranked 38th or whatever. This, when it's a very open section. Somebody is going to surprise. Say open, when you say open, this thing is wide open. Come Answer, like Anybody. Castle yeah. Thursday here, never won a match at Wimbledon. Three first-round losses. Granio Busta also never won a match here. He's been losing in the first round yes. since 2014. Right. right. Like, it's absolutely insane the way this section looks. Like, he got her catch here. He made a semifinal last year. But that's literally it. Grigor Dimitrov is here, but, I mean, but just never know with Grigor. Hold it, hold it. Tommy Paul is here. <laughs> ah, ah, all right, come through, Tommy Paul. Hold it. <laughs> he might do. He might win a, a few matches. I mean, he is seated thirtieth. He I is mean, in her cash's part, so I don't know how well he will do. It's just funny to see him there. He done beat some people. It is. He Tommy Paul lost in the quarterfinals of Eastbourne, the quarterfinals of Queen Club. Oh, okay. and, uh, it was early in Chicago Marsh, but okay. Yeah, he's, 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 he got some he got some grass under his belt. Yeah, he's in the, he's in the right section too. He's in a good section. Yeah. 
Yeah. What's going to happen? Yep. And then it's Cam Nori at the top. What has he done on grass? If anything. If anything. I always forget about him. Let's see. Third round last year. Oh, that's better than I thought. Okay. I would think his surface, his his game would translate on grass because he he hits like flat and he's lefty. I don't know, but it, he's I a lefty. Maybe I, I, I yeah, Cam Norrie was lefty. Yeah, yeah, he's lefty. Look, I don't pay attention. <laughs> he won um Indian Wells like what was that last year? Whenever like the year was when it was late, I guess twenty twenty. He won or whatever. Mm. Was it twenty twenty? I think I don't don't quote me. Don't yeah. give me that line. No, it was yeah. canceled twenty twenty and late. Oh, so it was late year. last year. Yeah. That was oh, last late year. Last year. Okay. Yeah, it was late last year. Yeah. So oh dang. Okay. Yeah, you were Bedosa won it with him. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, you're right. Good kid. But yeah, this section I don't know. I mean Francis is in here as well. I it, it let's just flip a coin. Let's roll the dice and see what happens for this quarter. Yeah, I'm sitting here looking. Nori is the number nine seed. I'm like, why is he so high? Because he's still got Indian Wells points on his ring and they don't fall off into the fall. Yep. Yep. Well, there's a person or two ranks ahead of him who are also out as well. So we have to take that into account. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Russians. Okay. Yeah, I forgot it. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe Tiapo can do something. Would be nice to see. You, I feel like you say that every episode <laughs> because you just—it would be nice to see. Maybe because it would be draw. nice to see. But <laughs> you, look, you look at the man's draw, and it's like he has a game to do this. Like he can beat these people. Like why wouldn't he? But then you look at him out there. He don't. He won't. He ain't. He don't got the brain, and it's it's a problem. And I just hope one oh. day, like it clicks. Like one day, it got to click, right? Because he should definitely be making the round of 16 in that part. At least. Because he's in there with Karina. He should definitely be in the round of 16. He should be in the quarters for real, for real. Because he's in there with Karina Booster and Rude, and neither one of them ever made it out of the first round here. Yep. It would be nice to see. That's, I'm just going <laughs> to see that. Ah, uh, you being the voice of reason. Yeah. <laughs> Like he seed it, he sees again. Like this is this like prime real estate right here for him to make a, a little Wimbledon run. Make it. He need to make it happen. Um, the next the quarter of the draw. Way. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's where we're moving on. on. We're just gonna move <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, your son Sissy Pies is here versus hey. Richard, whoever that is. Um, Jack Draper, who's been playing pretty well, is in this section versus Bergs. Ace DeBaratini, who won back-to-back grass titles yeah. uh, last year's Wimbledon finalist also as well, uh, mm-hmm. is here versus uh, Karin. Shapo is here, 13th seed, but he ain't been doing nothing versus Rinderneck. Um, 12th seeded Schwartzman is versus, is here versus Chorich. Chorich, I didn't even think was playing this tournament because he just won like a, a clay challenger or something. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even, I was surprised to see him in draw. Um, but he, he's here. Uh, 17th seeded <laughs> uh, Bautista Agut and 
uh, Nick Kyrgios has been playing decently on the grass or also in this section. Hmm. Um, Baratini. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm looking at Baratini to make his way through here too, but part of me just feels like he's a fuck around and lose in the first round just because he's coming off. Not to Christian Garin, he's not losing Listen, in the first round. A shock. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I feel like I might be shocked because he, he shocked me winning those two tournaments. He was out for so long, come back, winning your first two tournaments back. I feel like he might fuck around and hit a wall. Oh. I feel like he's a little bit too experienced for that. Like, this man has been in the top 10 for a while now. Like, I don't feel like he's somebody who's going to hit that type of wall. I feel like he's somebody who is pretty good with uh, carrying momentum and just, you know, keep winning. That's how that's how he announced himself to begin with. Yeah, I mean, he's really good on grass, too. Mm-hmm. The service. The, the serve forehand combo is just... Yeah. What, it's, like, it does what it's supposed to do. Right. Um, yeah, I don't... I mean, I... If he were playing somebody else that that was more, more. Uh, like that was a better player that you know like <laughs> here it was just a better player, then maybe I could give you that. But Chris, I don't think Christian Green about to do shit. Cause he's more of a clay quarter, right? Right. Okay. You, yeah. you are most likely correct. Christian made the I'm going to probably be that. watching that match. It won't be for the tennis, but I'll probably be watching. Um, he made the, he made the round of 16 here last <laughs> year, so you know he got a he got a little bit of it, you know Wimbledon experience under his belt. Okay. Um, well, Christian so Durant. Yeah, he lost to Djokovic in round of 16 last year. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Christian. So, Donnell, is that your upset alert? Now, I, I don't even know if I want to call, put it on upset alert because I just feel like even if that wall doesn't come in the first round, I feel like that wall could very well come before the quarterfinals is what I'm saying with Berrettini. Like, I, okay. I'm, All right. I, I'm like likely picking him to make it to at least the semis just because, like, who else am I going to pick? But it's I just see, I think it's very possible that he doesn't get there just because he's been out for so long. He did win those two tournaments back-to-back. I feel like he could just he could just run into a wall. He could just lose. He played it pretty smartly, though. I mean, to play those first two weeks and then take this week off. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the way you should do that if you're going to play two weeks in a row. You know, yeah. he wasn't. He's not still playing tomorrow or something. Right. And I, in his part, I would say like his first round would probably be the trickiest one since, like Daniel said, Garen made the fourth round last year. But once he gets past that. Like, Brooksby has not been winning anything. Mm-hmm. He's been losing like, every match. Mm-hmm. And then the bottom part, Alex Deminar and Schwartzman, I don't really see them being able to stand up against his firepower. So, I don't know. Unless he just hit a wall, like Donnell said, and he just, like, can't swing. Um, <laughs> that's the only way I see it not going his way past the first round. But you never know. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Disclaimer. Donna, how you feel about your sign? I am, I guess, apprehensive is the word I would use. Um, 
he 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 made the round of sixteen here before, but that was like several years ago. He hasn't won a match here since I think that run. Because he like he lost early in twenty nineteen, I think. Because round of sixteen was twenty eighteen, I believe. He lost early twenty nineteen. Tournament wasn't held twenty twenty. Lost early uh, last year. He lost to Francis for God's sakes. Yeah, but mind you, I always gave I always give him a little bit of pass in that match because that was his first match on grass since 2019. But you know, because he didn't play any warm up last year, so never really and did. he had just lost that heartbreaker with French Open final. Right. So it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was it, a different. It was a different thing. And right I, now he's he's getting he's getting I guess a little more comfortable with the surface. He's in the final of Mallorca, which he'll be playing tomorrow against. Who was he playing? Oh, RBA. Oh. Um, and they're both in the same section. They would meet in the round of 16. If they both got there. Okay. Of course, he could so. play Kyrgios in the third round if they both made it there. Yeah, that's true. So that would be a, a good one. I think they just, they're going to make it, too. I feel like Nick is playing pretty well right now. Yeah, they just played um in one of these grass events. Went oh, they did. Game. That's right. Yeah, it was, oh, a tight, it was a close, a close match. Um, yeah, I don't know. I want to say Nick Kyrgios should make it to the quarterfinal, but I don't you just know. don't feel like, like it's gonna happen, right? Yeah, I just don't see it happening. Like, I feel like yeah. he might let's round get an attitude in that round one right. and start doing some dumb mm-hmm. shit and lose exactly, exactly. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know. I want to believe in him and I want to like support him on his way through, but. Some of the, you know, <laughs> the, the attitude he has, <laughs> the attitude yeah. he has, and some of the stuff that he he starts doing on the court is just ridiculous. It's too much. It's it's like every other match. It's like yeah, you don't get tired of like being mad every other match. <laughs> like like it's just too much of a loose cannon. Like you can't you can't bet on him because you never know what you right. get from I mean, he even was getting on Andy's nerves when they played, and like, and that's one of the only people on the entire tour who actually likes him. Right. And even Andy was looking at him crazy, like, like, what are you doing? He's going he's off about Steph, nothing. He's working Steph's nerves too, and you know, him and Steph are pretty cool as well. And he out there, complain, don't know they complaining and constantly bringing Rafa's name up for everything. For everything. <laughs> for everything. Go to. His go-to is well, Rafa. <laughs> yeah, Rafa does this all the time. And da, 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 da. Please shut up and just just play, please. I really hate telling athletes to shut up and play, but in his case, but I shut up and play. play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, last quarter of the draw, number two seed Nadal versus Serendolo. Um. I know again it's just an <laughs> right. I know it's just an exhibition, but Nadal uh was hitting the ball pretty well and hurling him from what I saw. Um 14 seeded Chillish, he's been playing pretty well lately. He's here versus Mackenzie McDonald. Uh 11 seeded Taylor Fritz versus Musetti. Uh 24 seeded Rune versus uh Marcos Garon. And six seeded Felix Ogiele Danger Girl. 
versus Max and Cressy. Danger, danger, danger for my Danger, son. girl. Yeah. Danger. Yeah. Cressy, Cressy balling right now. And they're yeah. serving volley on his grasses. Yeah. Is he a lefty? Am I, am I incorrect on that? Cressy? I don't yeah, think he... so. No, he's right. Okay. Right, right-handed. Yeah. Danger, danger. I think I actually don't have him out to Cressy though, but I do have him out early. Let me see. I don't I don't think Felix will lose the match either, but I think it might program to be a, a tight one. Yeah, I think it'll be a test. Yes, I think if Felix if, if Felix can get work his way through this one, which he should, I feel like he should be good to God, he should be good to the quarters. We're saying looking at this. Uh uh-uh. uh. You don't think so? Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, and the the reason I I don't think so, and this is gonna sound really ridiculous because I do not at all like this player, um, or believe in anything that they say about his so-called talent or the amount of topspin that he creates. But we are talking about somebody who has won this tournament in doubles and just qualify in singles. And y'all know how I feel about a qualifier. Ew. So, uh, Jack. Um, Jack, stop, because oh. see Felix in the second round. No. And um, I just, just I'm because of grass and the volleys and all that, I, I don't know. I hope it doesn't happen. I just mm-hmm. put it no. down. But I hope it don't happen. I don't see it happening. I think Felix's first round will be a bigger test than the second one. Ho- and hopefully Jack loses first round anyway. So, hey, you know, yeah. I feel like it should be fine. Sometimes I just have Taylor, a feeling. Yeah. Taylor, Taylor Fritz is here, and he's playing in the E four final. E four, right? Is that the tournament okay. right now? Yeah, right. and he's playing. Who's he playing? Another American, Cressy. Yes. Chris versus Cressy in that final. So, you know, good luck to those guys. Chris uh, gets Mugetti in the first round. Um, I would love for Lord to win that match, but I think I think Chris might have him. Um, this is, I think this will be Mugetti's second Wimbledon. He lost in the first round here last year. Chris made the third round last year. He's clearly playing well on the grass. What about so, Rooney? Didn't his like first title ever come on grass? I think I saw that on Twitter. Really? Yeah. No, Fritz. Fritz's first title came on grass. Yeah, um, yeah. His first 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 title was Eastbourne, I think. Right. In 20, right. 2019. So, yeah. Oh yeah. dang! I didn't know Fritz was that good on grass. Okay. I I feel like I saw that somewhere today. Yeah, his first first title was Eastbourne in 2019. Hmm, interesting. So I know so I'm looking at a Felix Fritz round of sixteen. I agree. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you picking to make that round of sixteen? Jack Stock? Uh no, 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 no. Let me see. Don't, me don't say Dan Evans. I'm about to say No, hell no, 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 no. It's none of those people. Let me look. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh no, never mind. It's Dan Evans. Damn. Ew. Gross. 
versus Taylor Fritz. Oh, no. That's ugly. But I think, you know what? You know what? I think I was, because I did this, like, literally right before we got on. I think I was rushing because it was, like, the last 10 minutes. And I was just like, this is in the doll section anyway. And I like went and picked like Kyrios and Bertini and the doll and just ran through it. <laughs> so I could so I could have my semifinal picks, you know? Yeah. Right. I'm gonna go back and look at this shit here later. <laughs> yeah, I see Felix coming through that I don't see Dan Evans being the one. I see it. I see Felix. I see Felix. And then like you also gotta think about the consistency that Felix has shown in the slams over the past couple few seasons. Like exactly. he hasn't lost he hasn't yeah. lost before the second week yeah. since the twenty twenty one French Open. And then before that, his loss, his last loss before the second week was another it was another French Open. Like Yep. Yeah, you got me on that one on the last episode and you you were definitely right. <laughs> you were definitely right. <laughs> yeah, his consistency in the slams has been it's know, been great. Something worth looking at. Like he made the round of sixteen at, in Paris this year, first time doing that. Quarterfinals in Australia this year. Yep. I mean, he took Rafa to five sets in that round of sixteen as well. So yeah, yeah. So his his slam form is definitely something a little bit different than his regular tournament form um, these days. Which we love. We love that. Yeah, it's great. We love peeking at the slams. Yes. Mm-hmm. We do. Speaking of peeking at a slam, so chill it. It's the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Marin Tillich. I talk so much shit about Marin Tillich. Why though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand Marin Tillich. I can't stand Why though? I Why? just never liked him. I never liked him. Don't care for his game. Don't care for it. Any of it, and then I wanted Nate Shapiro to win that 2014 U.S. Open. So I was. Oh, pissed. that's why. <laughs> oh well, he should have won it. Then you ought to be mad at Nate Corey, not Chili. Look, I'm mad at both of them. Mainly, I'm mad at Nate Corey because he took so much out of himself to get to that final. Some long ass matches, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, Chillage has obviously done well on grass before. He's won, you know, big titles. He's made the final at Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. And he is seems to be getting in some kind of form, making the French Open semis. So, I feel like that was like a, was here. Exactly. I feel like that was like a one and done thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you, would, you look at that and think, oh, he might be coming back. But no, that was just like a one last. Right. Time. I don't see him like being consistent, <laughs> slam to slam like that, like catching I, a little wave. I think he just has. Major, that was his first major quarterfinal since the 2018 U.S. Open. Yeah, like, I think he just has moments. Yeah, I mean, flash I in the pan. I know. I mean, he does have Van der Schanschloop as his first seeded opponent. Say that one again. What was it? Van der Schanschloop. Yes. Yes, go on to Schleinschloop, yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he, Schleinschloop, he did well at one of the slams last year. U.S. Open. U.S. Open. Quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I can't go there, I believe, or, oh, he didn't 
COVID. I think he had some like sort of too. So he made, I believe, one of the clay court finals. Not not one of the big big ones, but he made one. He had to retire because some of the So I don't know if that's still a thing. I don't know if he has been doing anything since then. I don't know, but he could have a game for grab. I don't I don't know, but it seems like he could be good on that. I don't see it for him. Like at all. I didn't even write him down. So who are y'all picking to come out of that 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 little part with them seeing it? You know, I didn't sit here and look. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent question. I have no idea. I mean, cause it's so it's it's Mackenzie McDonald. Susa, I'm assuming that's Richard Gasquet, mm. Bruce Savori, Nishioka, and I'm assuming that's Feliciano Lopez. Yeah. It ain't it definitely ain't gonna be Lopez. Yeah, it's definitely not because he's been losing. I've seen he's been playing on grass, getting like wild cards, and he's been losing every single match, but it won't be him. I don't know. Maybe I don't maybe one maybe one of those dudes will make the Brian Chillich or Brandon Nansel. Yeah, I don't, or maybe McDonald. I don't know. Yeah, Matthew McDonald making a round of sixteen would be fun. I feel like I mean, he did in in a slam, like a sixteen yeah, or something. He made he made the round of sixteen. He made the round of sixteen here in twenty eighteen, I think, and he made oh. the round of sixteen in Australia last year. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, he might, he might punch through. You never know. Like you said, Chillage, I don't, I definitely do not believe Chillage is like rounding form. He could, you know, could be holding on to a little bit of the French Open form. I don't see him like, like going and like doing, but I don't know. He's in a section with Rafa, who's at the bottom. What are we expecting yeah. from I'm I'm expecting Rafa to make at least a damn semi. <laughs> He's here. So make, exactly. make run. Let's let's get her done. Win it all. Unless let's one of my get, sons wanna win it. Right. Let's let let's go ahead and get this. Let's, let's, just, go, let's just go ahead and do it. <laughs> yeah, so the, I mean, since he's playing, I definitely expect him to, to come out of his section. Like I don't if he's if he's feeling fine, like if he's split and everything. Yeah, yeah. I don't Me see too. these guys um, taking him out. Like he finally started to play better at Wimbledon again. The past like few times that he's been there, I think he made the semis the last few times he played. So, okay. Um, yeah, I'm looking at. I, I'm. I see Rafa at least like making it through his section to the quarterfinal at the, at the very least, and then I guess his quarterfinal would be Felix. I think that'll be interesting. But we know one thing if that is the quarterfinal. We know Uncle Tony ain't doing no coaching for <laughs> Felix. We know that. Felix is on his own. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right. Um, are you ready to do semifinalists? Yep. Yes. Yes, yes. Right. Okay, so... I have, of course, Novak. I have Perkaz. 
I have Verity and I have Nadal. Boring. Same. Same. All, Boring. all four same. <laughs> all four same. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. That's the first time that's ever happened. I mean, but like, we you really just had no choice, like, especially in the her catch part, because I mean, who else is it going to be? Right. It, sh- it really should be him back in the semis. It should be him, yep. No, no, good for him. Two Wimbledon semis in a row, that would be nice. Yeah, that'd be cute. I mean, they were all, like, the, I mean, the obvious choices, as, as that typically is with the men, but... Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I just don't see who else can... Like I said, maybe Felix or Rafa, maybe, but other than that, I don't... Or maybe, like, Pass, maybe... Oh, and I that very deep part. I'd be over the moon. Overjoyed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have no idea how bad I want it. <laughs> I really do not. I really, like, really do not. Y'all have no clue. Like, I am desperate for that boy to do well here. Oh, wow. Okay, I, did, mm. I, didn't, well, I, did, I didn't know it was that, that deep. Okay. It's been that for a while. It's listen for a while. I'm I'm in, I'm all the way in. Like I'm wake up at two o'clock in the morning for this kid. That's that's Hell no. that's, the kind, that's the kind of fan I never again in my think, life. I didn't think I would be here. Didn't think I'd be here, but I am. What? I mean, I, my I, my Twitter hand, my Twitter name right now is Carlos Alcaraz Stan account, but I'm I'm waking up in the middle of the night. I'm losing my sleep. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm telling you, that's how I thought name. I was gonna be, but. I I'm, I'm, I'm I light stand. I'm not. I'm not standing like Serena ever again. I'm just not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, that's tough. We we not we not little spring chickens no more. We not. That's no. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. I started with Serena. You know, as a small child. Like. Good a God. little chap. Almost my whole life. Yeah. Um. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> so, um, you know, I guess we should do some power rankings. It's been a while since we've done power rankings. Um, so we're going to try to do some. We're going to attempt some power rankings. It's very difficult to do, especially during the grass season because, you know, grass season is five weeks long. So, <laughs> yep. um, but we're gonna try. We're gonna try. Um, all right. So, Leon, do you want to go first? We'll do the do the women first. Um, come back to me. I'm not addressing this. I'm not addressing this crowd right now. Come back to me. <laughs> Pick somebody uh, else. Okay, Donnell. Would you like oh. to do your bat ring? I mean, I guess. Uh, at number five. <laughs> At number five, I have Ostapenko because, I mean, why not? She's in the final. Four, I have Golf just because I really feel like she's trending upward off of that Central League final, and she does play well here. Uh, three, I have Jabor because she did just win a grass court title. She is at a career-high ranking. She did do well here last year. She's, you know, quote-unquote knee injury right now, but I feel like she's doing all right today and still herself. Two, Hadai Maya because she won those two titles, but it's like a tentative two, like, She's number two, but I feel like she probably shouldn't be in the list at all just because 
she's never made it to a slam, <laughs> she's never made it to a slam third round before, and that just kind of gives me pause. But you know, like we like Leon said before, these girls get a little confidence, a little momentum. They they tend to carry it at least for a little bit. Right. Um, and number one, I have fiance. She didn't play anything on the grass, but she is riding a 35 match win streak. She is the world number one, and she is beating these girls up. Yeah. Beating them down. All right. Um, Leon, are you ready now? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. So power ranking. Hmm. My fifth and sentimental fifth, Serena Williams. <laughs> you cannot bet against the champion. You just can't you just can't do it. You know, no matter what where they're coming from, the condition, whatever, they know how to win. You never know. You know, the stars align, things line up. He is a multi time champion. Number five, Serena Williams. Number four, have Ostapenko. She seems to be, she's a roller coaster. She's up, 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 and then she's down, 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 down. It's, she seems to be on an up right now. So I have her as number four. She's in the part of the, of the draw by flight she could come through. So I have her as number four. Number three, I have um, Haddad Maya. Um, like Donnell said, she's won the two tournaments on grass. She made the semis, lost to Kavitova. Clearly confident right now. So, and she's in a, a doable part of the draw as well. Number two, um, I have Ange Jabour, who did uh, decently here last year outside of the French Open. She's had consistent results these past few months. And she is, what, number three? Yeah, she's number three because Contravice is number two. So I have her as my second. And of course, Everybody's number one right now. You just find tech. I mean, you just can't bet against her until somebody feels us different. Okay. Um, at number five, I have Ostapenko. At number four, I have Hadad Maya. At three, I have Jabor. At two, I have Goff. And at one, I have Shriatek. I'm not giving any reasons for any of those players because y'all already said it. <laughs> oh, boom. Da da. <laughs> Period. Um, so, <laughs> so um, moving on to the men's side of things. Donnell, do you have yours? Uh, yeah. Uh, I have nobody for number five because I, mean, I, was, like, <laughs> I was drawing a blank. I just did not know what to do. Uh, number four, I have Kyrgios just because he really is playing very well on the grass. And if he focused, he can do great. Uh, three, I put Berrettini because he won those two titles and he plays well here. Two, Djokovic because he's Djokovic. One, Rafa because he won the first two majors of the year. Boom. Okay. So I have my number five is Felix. Um, I chose him because, like Donnell said previously, he's been very consistent in the slams. So that's more so I was looking at, like, he's obviously been playing better in the big moments. If for whatever reason, you know, he beats Rafa or Rafa doesn't get to the quarter and he does, I could see him obviously making the semis. 
four, I have Carlos Alcarez with the arm or elbow, whatever it is. It's hard to say, but it, like Cedric also said, he's a quick study. He's like a sponge. So once he kind of experienced something, then he's able to build on that and do better the next time. Number three, Berrettini, obviously the grass court titles, the final here. Boom, boom, boom. Number two, I have Novak. Because he's Novak, I mean, what can you do? Number one, obviously Rafa winning both of the slams this year. He's coming here, hopeful to win another Wimbledon. And he has been doing better the past few years. If healthy, then go all the way. Okay. I have... <laughs> I actually have Andy Murray at number five. Um, oh. I would have put Kyrgios here, but Andy Murray actually made a grass court final. So I'm going to put him there instead. At mm. number four, I have Djokovic. Um, he has not played, but he's Novak Djokovic. Um, that's it. Number three, I have Hercatch, um, having won Halle, uh, made the semis last year. Uh, number two, I have Berrettini. Um, back-to-back grass court events uh, wins this year. Last year's Wimbledon finalist. Um, and that number one, I actually have Nadal. I just feel like he's, you know, in a good place right now. And I feel like his foot is probably actually going to be better on the grass than it was even on the clay. So, um, yeah, that's my five. Boom. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Um, do we have anything else that we would like to say today? This would you know, this would have been a lot easier tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Because right. <laughs> there would have been some more results tomorrow and <laughs> Right. You know, I wasn't gonna say it, but <laughs> Uh, we would have known a little bit, a little. We had a, had a little better feeling as to how we felt once we yeah. saw. Okay, she won, like you know, forgettable one, or you know, he won. Or... Sometimes the schedule just don't work out that way, uh, and this time around, it did not. So uh, you know, but that's okay. Hey, we did our best today. Yeah. And it's going to be out early, so anyway, you know. Right. You listen to it on Saturday and be ready on Sunday, period. Um, I'm excited, though. I'm excited for the grass. I always get excited, even though this year is obviously weird, with the no ranking points and, like, you know, a fourth of both of the tours being banned. <laughs> so, it's, it's weird, but I'm always excited for the grass. I'm always excited for Everybody in their whites and you know the big hitting. So I'm I will be tuned in. I'm ready for some drama. I'm ready to be a little stressed out with Serena back and I'm ready to watch. Yeah, same. Looking forward to it. Yeah, this is this is kind of I mean, for for the reason just of me being in the profession that I am in, this is my favorite tournament because you know I'm off. And and then not only am I off because I'm usually off doing the French Open too, like but like the French Open you gotta wake up fucking early, 
or whatever. And Wimbledon is it's not too early. It's just at the right time. You know, yeah. like your eyes open up and Wimbledon is on. Yeah. Let's watch the matches. It's great. And everybody's on the grass and their whites and it's all pretty and shit. I don't know. It's, it's fine. I'm excited. I'm ready. Um, all right. So, um, you know, uh, follow us on social media and the things. Um, I'm at Hey Steady Baby. I'm at I'm Nell. I am at ghetto underscore Rapunzel. And the show Twitter is at yeah we oh no it's not no it's not it's at hold your ponytails. I was gonna say it's that yeah we said it. It's that hold your ponytails, y'all. Um Lord Jesus. Um, you know, and then you know, subscribe, rate, and all of that. Run it up. Yeah, let us know. Um and we'll be back when we're back. That's all I got. <laughs> hopefully we got some. Like hopefully we got something to talk about at the end of the time. You know, hopefully it's all hopefully. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening. We'll see you all next time. Peace. Boom. What did I say? You didn't hear?